Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Our religious institutions are strongholds of the American way of life. Our country was founded by men who had faith in God and who were willing to endure hardship and sacrifice for the sake of that faith. In times of stress, we need the comfort and inspiration of religious faith more than ever. Faith helps hold our families together. It builds moral and spiritual character, and it creates the spirit of brotherhood on which democracy depends. There is need in these times to support a way of life based on the enduring principles of religion, which knit the family together, make for good citizenship, and build the character of the children. The religious institutions in your community need your interest and support, so take an active part in religious affairs. Your pastor, rabbi, or priest will give you invaluable family counsel and aid if you're a newcomer to the community. To face the problems of the future, America must be morally strong, and that moral strength comes through worship and faith. Go to church this week and take someone with you. It seems these two people of Irish extraction met on the corner of 14th and Oak in Wistful Vista one day, and the lady said to the man, she said, Hello, McGee. Have you finished with all your errands yet? Not quite, but I'm right on schedule. I paid my bill at the shoe shine stand, stopped in at the fruit store and felt the apricots, but... Didn't buy any, they were too soft. Then I took that faulty hot water bottle back to Kramer's drugstore. Hot water bottle? You know the one that sprung a leak last winter? The night I had that football dream and gashed it with my toenail? <laughs> I'd forgotten. Did Mr. Kramer actually give you a new one for it? No, we made a compromise settlement. He gave me a tire patch and a pair of toenail clippers. <laughs> that was a good deal. You have been busy, haven't you? Yep, all i got to do now is one more stop. Going to look in at old man McDonald, the president of the Third National Bank's bank, and check through our safe deposit box. Come on. Check through our safe deposit box? Why? Time to clip the coupons on your cobweb collection? No, but I got a bill a while back for box rent for the coming year. You know, $5.40. And I figured we ought to go down and overhaul the stuff we got in there. Just what have we got in that box, anyhow? That's exactly what I ain't sure of anymore. I got a strong hunch we may be storing a lot of useless junk at the rate of five forty a year that we can do without. We'll itemize the stuff, throw out all the junk. Oh, look who's coming out of the bank. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Oh, hi, you two. Oh, hi, Fatso. What you doing in the bank? Miss a payment on your stethoscope again? No, this was a medical call, my boy. Old man McDonald. Yeah, what's wrong with him? He catch a cold in his eye from too many side drafts? <laughs> oh, McGee. <laughs> no. He was counting his $20 gold piece collection and the pile toppled over on him. Broke three ribs and his eyeglasses. My goodness. Doctor, is that really true? No, but it seemed about as witty as McGee's remark. <laughs> what are you doing downtown, may I ask? We're just going into the bank here to check over our safe deposit box holdings, Doctor. You've got a safe deposit box? For what? For $5.40 a year. I've got it to keep my valuables in. That's what's for. I got it. <laughs> Bonds, insurance policies, stocks. There's a thousand shares of AT&T in there, for one thing. I bought it years ago. Oh, stop it. A thousand shares of AT&T. Betcha. 
Has he really got any American tell-and-tell, Molly? No, Doctor. AT&T stands for the African Tripe and Tricycle Company. <laughs> yeah. Looked like a good stock when I bought it, too, Doc. But it turned out them Africans don't ride tricycles much anymore. Oh. <laughs> when they started raising their own tripe, the company just sort of quietly folded. I was going to get with some of the other stockholders and try to reorganize, but oh, you got to go, Doc? Yes, I do, Sonny. Your tricycle company, I don't mind, but I've had all the tripe I can stomach. So long, Molly. <laughs> Bye, Doctor. Well, come on, McGee. Let's get this safe deposit box taken care of. Here you are. Here's your box, Mr. McGee. Uh, can I help you to a booth with it? Oh, thanks. We can manage it, sir. Let's go in one of these little cubby holes here, McGee. Yeah. Just call me when you're through, then. Okay. Shut the door after you, Molly. When was the last time you opened this box, McGee? Well, I can't remember exactly. It's been a long time. Now, let's look through this mess. Now, you put the things we want to keep on your side... And the stuff we want to take home over here. Okay. And the rest we'll dump in the wastebasket. Right. I want to see if we can't give this box up, and we've got to see if we can't eliminate that $5.40 charge. My sentiments exactly. What's this? Uh, let me see. Connecticut and Western Casualty and Calamity Corporation. You can't remember ever buying any casualties or calamities, do you? <laughs> no. You always got them without even ordering them. Oh, this is an insurance policy. Say, how come I didn't remember this when I was in that dog trouble a couple of months back? I'm probably covered in here against stuff like that. Maybe it's retroactive. You mean like uranium? This piece of paper? No, McGee. Retroactive means you can go back and collect. I thought that was retrospective. Retrospective is to look backward with nostalgia. You sure that isn't neuralgia? Neuralgia is a pain. What makes you think it's neuralgia? Because I get a pain in the neck looking backward to the time when this insurance policy expired. That was seven years ago. Hear that. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. May I tell you about a new cream deodorant that actually vanishes when you rub it on your skin? You rub it in, you rub odor out. You rub it in, you rub perspiration out. It's the new Arid with non-staining chlorophyll. Just try this amazing test. Take an onion... Slice it open and rub it on the back of your hand. Now take Arid with chlorophyll and rub into the same spot. When the light green color vanishes, all odor is gone. And that's exactly what happens to perspiration odor and perspiration, too, when you use Arid with chlorophyll daily. No other deodorant can give you Arid's exclusive rubbed-in protection. Arid has a vanishing cream texture, which gives you one and a half times the protection of any leading deodorant. Safe for normal skin and fabrics, non-staining, washable. Don't be half safe. Be completely safe. Rub in arid with chlorophyll to be sure. Only 43 cents plus tax. Oh, McGee, look what was in this long envelope. A big fat bundle of cigar store coupons. Hey, I've been wondering where I put them. Boy, I must have nigh on to $100 worth there. Almost enough to get me that oriental water pipe I got my heart set on. Let me count them. Oh, that wreck, that luck. What's your complaint this time? Look what it says here on this coupon. 
Not good after December 31st, 1934. Oh, that's old. All of them. How could I be so neglectful? And this seems worth the same as money, too. Speaking of money, here's a nickel. A 1913 nickel. What's it put away in this box for? I saved it on account of I thought it was worth 20,000 bucks. A 1913 nickel? Yep, and it would be, too, if it only had a buffalo on it instead of a liberty head. How do you figure that? Because they didn't start making the buffalo nickels till the next year. If this was a buffalo nickel from the year before they started making buffalo nickels, you could... Shh, listen. To what? Uh, thank you, sir. I won't be long. <clears throat> this booth seems to be empty. It's Mr. Wimple. But why are we... Shh, listen. Let's see what he's doing in there. Uh, my treasure. My... <laughs> Another 83 added to the pile. <laughs> They're mine. All mine. Nobody else's. Nobody knows. No. Nobody knows. McGee, what are you doing? Shh. I can get up on this chair. I can look over the partition. McGee, I'm ashamed of you. Help me up there. Hurry. There are 8,497 of you beauties here now. And as soon as I have 20,000, I'm going to fly away and never, no, never come back. Where are you going to fly to, Wimp? (laughs) (laughs) You said, oh, oh, it's Mr. and Mrs. McGee. Oh, dear, you've been peeking. Yep. We shouldn't have Mr. Wimple, I know, but we're just Snoopy. No, I don't mind, Mrs. McGee. If you promise not to breathe a word of this, you won't tell... Her, will you? Of course we won't. Tell her what? Well, you see this money? Looks mostly like pennies to me. It's all pennies. 8,497 of them. Almost $85 worth. It's only taken me 13 years to save this much out of my household allowance. Well, what you gonna do when you get 20,000 of them? Well, I'm gonna run away from home. All the way to Hawaii. And you know what I'm going to do there? What, Mr. Wimple? I'm going to get a postcard with a picture looking down at one of those hot, smoking, sizzling volcanoes, and I'm going to send it to Sweetie Face, and on the back I will write, (laughs) Wish you were here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that should knock her for a loop of war clubs. War clubs? That reminds me, I was supposed to meet Sweetie Face ten minutes ago. <laughs> well, I'd better hurry or I'll never live to see daylight again, let alone the beach at Waikiki. <laughs> uh, remember now, folks, not a word. Now, so long, Wally. <laughs> ah, life's just a laugh a minute for that poor guy. <laughs> Here, let me help you down, Molly. Thank you. Now, how have we progressed with cleaning out the box? Well, pretty good. The wastebasket is full of junk. There's four or five things I can store in my desk at home, and this is all we have left to keep here in the box. One of those old-fashioned big two-dollar bills. Well, I knew it would be a curiosity someday. Doesn't it look funny now? Yeah, but it would look a lot funnier if we paid $5.40 a year to store a two-dollar bill. Well, let's give the box back to the bank and save the money. Right. I can put this big two bucks in the secret compartment of my wallet. You carry the stuff we're taking home. I'll take the box. Hey, bud. Uh, yes, sir? Here's your deposit box back. We decided not to renew it this year. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's impossible, Mr. McGee. Impossible? Why? Because we sent you a bill a month and a half ago. What? You're already 30 days into the next year. What do you mean, 30 days into the next... You can't do this oh, to me. Yeah. I'm a... I'm a... No. a... <sighs> okay. Okay. Just once. That's all. If I could only win just one time. That's all I'm asking. Just once. 
Fibber and Molly will be right back. Here's a word about the daytime listening NBC has in store for you Monday through Friday. It's a refreshing schedule with quiz, music, news, and drama. A well-balanced lineup for your summer day. For quiz fun, there's Strike It Rich, the quiz show with a heart. And the phrase that pays, a program that can mean prizes for listeners at home as well as for the studio audience. For music, there's the Bob Smith Show, with plenty of laughs blended in with the melody. The drama is supplied by a series of longtime favorites. Programs like Stella Dallas, Young Witter Brown, Woman in My House, and many more. And for news, NBC is your best bet all through the day for keeping well informed. You'll hear commentators and reporters like Alex Dreyer, Pauline Frederick, Morgan Beatty, Ray Henley, and many others who bring you the latest news as it happens and take you behind the scenes for the inside stories. For the very best in daytime radio entertainment, stay with NBC. Hey, Molly, you know what tomorrow is? Yes, Thursday. Yeah, but here in Wistful Vista, it's also Old Newsboys Day. Old Newsboys Day? Mm Mm-hmm. Charity deal to raise dough for the Newsboys' home. Well, it sounds like a nice idea, but how does it work? Oh, boy, this is going to be a lot of fun. All the big businessmen in town that we used to at one time be Newsboys, including me. Well, you wait tomorrow and you'll see what happens, kiddo. I can hardly. You'll see. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. Well, as McGee told you, tomorrow is Old Newsboys Day, and you won't want to miss it. This is John Wald making a date with you for them. Good night. Heart of the News brings you the issue of the day tonight over most stations on NBC Radio.